Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, and it's time to start getting into these training camp battles, and one of those battles is going to be in the running back room because Trey Sermon, a third-round pick, yep. could be squaring off against another third-round pick in Ty Davis-Price. And it's going to be a, an interesting square off, and two third-round picks, two very different running styles, and already a bias and a preference on my part. But Cutback <laughs> Crew, we want to hear from you really quickly before we get going. Let us know in the comment section right now in the live chat who between these two, Trey Sermon or Ty Davis-Price, is your go-to, is your pick, is your favorite, as as it may be. And then by the end of the episode, we can kind of check in with you again and see if you're feeling the same way or maybe not, because, Ant, a lot of people are not willing to give up on Trey Sermon, and I don't blame them. Very talented, running back, did a lot of very positive, positive things in college, both at Oklahoma and at Ohio State. The only question is, does he really fit the run scheme and the run game and what they're looking for in a running back in San Francisco? What are you thinking? Yeah, when it comes down to these two running backs, I think it's it's really interesting because where Trey Sermon didn't feel like he was a fit for what Kyle Shanahan did on offense in that run game in the one-cut-and-go style, it does feel like Ty Davis-Price does fit that running style. Looking at the things he did at LSU, it looks like a guy who shows patience, who understands you know where he's supposed to go, but the acceleration at which he moves when he sees the hole. Uh, he gets up in there, and once he sees that hole, he goes. And he's not one of those guys that's a burner, and I think that's something him and Trey Sermon have in common. Neither one of them have top-end speed. 
What they both do is have big bodies who can take somewhat of a beating. And I think the 49ers know they could be volume carry guys if needed. But the question is going to be, is Ty Davis Price going to, you know, unseat Trey Sermon? Because I think Sermon does come in with a little bit of ability to be ahead of Ty Davis Price on the depth chart, mainly because he played an entire year in Kyle Shanahan's system working with Bobby Turner. I think Ty Davis Price does have a particular role. But these guys are in an absolute battle to see who's going to get the snaps because we know Elijah Mitchell is going to get his snaps. We've heard already Jeff Wilson Jr. is catching the ball more out of the backfield. These two guys are battling for those reps behind Elijah Mitchell. They are. These, this is running back to, I guess, I wanted to say category, but it's not category. It's territory. This is running back to territory that these two are both fighting over at this point in time. That's what it feels like anyway, and we could end up being wrong. Very much could be the case. And if you think so right now, comment down below and say, hey, Big Nose, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I will take offense to the Big Nose, but I will not take offense to the being wrong because they very well could be. Here's the reality, though. At this point in time, based on where they were drafted and what their skill sets are, it does feel like Trey Sermon and Ty Davis Price are competing for that role behind Elijah Mitchell, competing for that bell cow type workload that we saw Elijah Mitchell carry last year and that he will almost indefinitely carry this year, barring injury, preventing him from doing that. The problem is, and that I foresee for Trey Sermon, is that the running style doesn't necessarily fit what we've seen from San Francisco and what they it looks like they want to do, which is run on the interior. Elijah Mitchell, even though he was a speedy, kind of more explosive edge guy in college, that you ran him a lot on the outside on the edge, he did run on the interior a lot, but most of his big highlight runs that people fell in love with were him getting to the outside, getting to the edge, turning the corner, and you know beating people down the sideline. He showed last year that he is an inside interior runner who runs very, very well on the inside, and Maybe doesn't struggle on the outside amp, but his best runs are him getting his foot in the ground and getting upfield. Ty Davis Price has shown that on film in college. Trey Sermon, not so much. And if the Niners are transitioning to a more interior power run game, we're going to be running the ball downhill more often than you're going to be hitting, trying to hit those outside zones and zone read looks, then Trey Sermon's opportunities may be limited. And regardless of how many, how long he's been in the system, regardless of working with Bobby Turner, it could actually play to his detriment because he's not that type of runner. And the stuff that we have seen from him this offseason, when he's put stuff out, is not Trey Sermon working on one cut-and-go situations. It's Trey Sermon working on his elusivity, which is great, except for the fact that that's not why the Niners use their... That's not what they're looking for right now in running backs. They've looked for burners, guys who can get to the edge and go, and, and they've looked for guys who are physical, can run on the interior with great vision. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that Trey Sermon was thought to be when he came in last year was that power guy that was going to be able to finish you know, on short yardage and be able to convert on first downs, get into the end zone. But then when you heard Anthony Lynn talking you know, to the media, he was talking about that is the role they see for Ty Davis Price. Yep. So right away, that makes a direct correlation to this competition. It's like these guys are actually battling for those reps. When it's third and one, which one of these guys are going to be on the field? Now, you, what you're saying is right about Trey Sermon and the things that he needs to develop as a one-cut-and-go guy, things that Ty Davis Price is already ahead of him on. You just watch the film for two seconds, and you can see the difference between the two. Price is a bigger running back, and that's – that's saying a lot because Trey Sermon is very thick. But I think where it, where it comes down to it is these guys have different skill sets entirely. Now, we can throw out pass catching because neither one of them can do that very well at this point in their careers. No. And then some of the interior running style is similar. But the one thing I have seen on film so far, to me it appears Ty Davis Price is better vision than Trey Sermon. His vision is just a little bit better. So I think that goes a lot. Now, one thing I have been bringing up, and I'm going to stick with this until I see something different in camp, is I think they can carve a certain role out for Trey Sermon with what Trey Lance does you know, Agreed. in as the quarterback. There's going to be situations where Trey Sermon can go in there, 
he has a really good feel for a, a jump cut system where he can go in there, press the line, and then cut. I think that could work out in read option situations. I just wonder how much Kyle Shannon is going to employ that style of offense because that is not what he normally does. Trey Sermon being involved in those and then being able to RPO off of them could be big for the 49ers. I think that is Trey Sermon's best chance to have an impact on this 49ers team. But because if he goes in there and tries to be a one cut and go guy, uh, the way that he's been developing so far, I'm not sure he can beat out Ty Davis price from what I've seen on film so far. So we'll see what happens. And this is going to be one of those fun battles because I think it could go back and forth. Alex, who do you think is going to get more reps as training camp starts? I think to start off training camp, what you're going to see is very similar to what we saw last year, where you had running back one and Trey Sermon taking a lot of first team, second team reps and TDP taking a lot of third team reps. And that means absolutely Jack Diddley squat nothing in training camp because it's exactly what happened last year. Raheem Mostert was taking snap was was taking first team reps. He was 1A, Sermon was 1B, and Elijah Mitchell was rotating in behind Jamichael Hasty, Wayne Gallman, and the whole running back group in group three. He was not sniffing group two reps. He wasn't sniffing group one reps. And by the time I got to week one of the season, it was Elijah Mitchell as running back one for the San Francisco 49ers. So you're going to see Trey Sermon with the first team, taking a lot of reps, doing stuff there. And you see TDP taking reps with the third team. That's, that's what you're going to see because they're testing him. They're trying to see, hey, are you going to, with talent that isn't the best talent on our team, these are still good players, these are the, isn't the best that you're going up against here, can you do what's being asked of you? Can you hit the holes that you're supposed to hit? Can you can you show that ability to get your foot in the ground and go? And if he does those things, Ant, it's not going to necessarily move him up the depth chart in training camp, but what it is going to do is allow them to hide him away from everybody else, not expose him a whole bunch to a lot of different things, and then get him going by the time you get to season. So that way, by week one, he's ready to go, understands the system, knows where he's supposed to be going and what his role is as a running back. They're not going to put a lot of pressure on this. But what that does mean for Trey Sermon and is that he's going to get a lot of opportunities against the best of the best. And he's got to, he ha doesn't have to just do well. He has to exceed expectations. He has to excel in those moments because you're going up against that first group. And if you can flash with that first group, the way Elijah Mitchell flashed all last season, well, now this competition becomes... Not just dicey, but spicy, because the, the the coaching staff is going to be sitting there going, wow, Trey is really developed. Wow, Mr. Sermon looks phenomenal, looks fantastic. Uh, we need to let these guys kind of go head-to-head. -head. And you may see some situations, maybe week two of the preseason, where Elijah Mitchell doesn't run the football, and it's Trey Sermon and Ty Davis-Price rotating in with that first and second group. Yeah, I think both of these guys will look confident and comfortable in the gap scheme. Uh, playing behind pulling linemen, following juice, I think they're going to look good in that. I think both of them have the ability to do that. I think one of the questions is going to be when we get into outside zone, how are these guys going to look? Is Trey Sermon fast enough? When we watch him play against Green Bay, that was part of the problem. Anything that got stretched anywhere near the sideline, he looked like he struggled, and he didn't have the one-cut-and-go ability to cut up when he should have and just get positive yardage. I know he did okay in that game, but I think that game did show some of his weaknesses. Yeah. But we haven't been able to see Ty Davis-Price do it at the NFL level, so True. there's no real you know, answers to if he can do it. But if he can, he does have a little bit more speed than Trey Sermon. The ability to run the outside zone and giving him the ability to do everything that Kyle wants to do in his offense could be what catapults him ahead of Trey Sermon. And then you could have Elijah Mitchell and Ty Davis Price as the one-two punch. That would really put Trey Sermon in a bad situation where he's not getting the reps, and he is only in those special situations with Trey Lance. 
that might be the precursor to the 49ers going in a different direction here pretty soon. But I am curious to see the development with Trey Sermon in the outside zone and whether Ty Davis-Price can do it. Those are going to be things to watch in training camp as well. Another thing that could actually help Trey Sermon out a lot and is the improvement in pass-pro situations out of the backfield because yep. he struggled mightily early in the season last year. It was part of the reason why Kyle Shanahan... There was, a, there was a full game where we didn't even see Trey Sermon. It was Kyle Juszczyk there in the backfield. He would rather run a dive up the middle with Kyle Juszczyk so you had him in off-play action pro sets where he could come and pick up blitzes, come across, you know, get rid of the fake. It's not important here. Here comes a free blitzer. Here's a free guy off the edge. Let me make sure my quarterback doesn't get killed here. We saw Kyle Juszczyk in those situations and not Trey Sermon. That's how little they trusted Trey Sermon, not just as a running back running the football, and but protection as well on pass sets and pass pro and play action and things of that nature. They didn't feel he could get the job done. So if he can show a drastic improvement in that area and the IQ in that area, that can also create avenues for him to have an expanded role and a different role other than just coming in potentially on read option sets if, if that's all he shows and that's all they feel he's comfortable with. Um, do you believe, and I'm going to put this out there, I know we're going to have other conversations about the running back room in the future, sure. but do you believe that there's anyone on this you know, team right now that can go in and potentially take away running back two from one of these guys? From either one of these two? Yeah. No, I am not going to give Jordan Mason any that much love. <laughs> I am not going to give uh, Jermichael Hasty that much love. Um, just, just no. Jeff Wilson Jr., I love Jeff Wilson Jr. I don't know what he's going to be. If he's healthy... A healthy Jeff, like the like what we saw a few seasons ago, 2020 Jeff right. Wilson Jr., then there's something to discuss there. I don't think he's 1A ever, but I do think he could work himself into 1B, but he's got to return to that version of Jeff Wilson Jr., and we haven't seen that version of Jeff Wilson Jr. So uh, until that happens, no. I don't think there's a single running back on this roster that could supersede Elijah Mitchell after what we saw last year because even Elijah Mitchell in his rookie campaign, the running we saw from him was better than the running we saw from Jeff Wilson Jr. in 2020. Jeff Wilson Jr. reportedly is looking explosive again. Uh, so, <laughs> so just, just so you know, I did see that report. Trey Sermon and Ty Davis-Price, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and what it could mean is real problems for the loser of this competition. Because 100%. if Jeff Wilson Jr. is that guy, let's say Jeff Wilson Jr. starts getting running back three reps and then plays third down back. One of these other guys could be relegated to not even being a part of the rotation. So do, it, do you think, do you really, hold on, so yeah. this is, I, I'm not thinking that they can't get it. If Jeff Wilson Jr. returns to that form and he's like the next guy after Elijah Elijah Mitchell and the Niners feel that comfortable with him, let's say Ty Davis-Price beats out Trey Sermon, would, would the 49ers, is there any world in which they're keeping a Jordan Mason or a, a Jamichael Hasty over a Trey Sermon? I, I don't know if that's like a real possibility other than the fact that Jordan Mason does add the the passing aspect, the catching yes. the football aspect. He's a big back. I think they want Sermon to work out, and I think they do believe they can get Mason to the practice squad. Okay. So Michael Hasty's on the clock. I think he's going to have an absolute battle with Jeff Wilson Jr. for the third down back. But if Wilson is the second best running back, they could honestly go with a two-back rotation of Jeff Wilson Jr. Elijah Mitchell, have whichever one you know they want playing third down, and then only use Ty Davis-Price for short-yarded situations if he was to beat out Sermon. That would be a bad situation for Sermon. He could either find himself not making this team or relegated to being a guy that is just sitting there waiting for an opportunity with maybe no, no opportunities coming his way. Would the Niners consider trading in that situation? I, I think they would for the right for the right price. So here's the question then too: Would there, would this be a situation where you could see the Niners actually keep four running backs on the roster, especially if they if they like Jordan Mason, if they feel Jordan Mason would be a better option than Trey Sermon? We can stash him on the practice squad. We don't need to worry about it. Let's deal Trey Sermon. Let's roll into the season with Elijah Mitchell, 
let's roll in the sermon with Jeff Olson Jr. Let's roll in the season with Ty Davis Price and Kyle Juszczyk, and that's it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, they, they could do that. I, I think it's going to be five, though. I really do. I agree I, I think with they you. could go that way, but I think it's going to be five. They're going to be four tailbacks, Kyle Juszczyk. Trey Sermon, if he if he if he is relegated to that type of role, they could trade him. They're not going to get the return on investment no, that they wanted. No. There's no way they're getting the third round pick out of him. They could also turn around and trade Jamichael Hasty. I'm sure there would be some people that'd be interested in having him as a third down back. True. Uh, but I, I think this room is going to be one of those ones that plays out, and we're going to have a third down back conversation coming along the way because Jeff Wilson Jr. has ramped up catching the football in the backfield. So it is kind of trending towards what we've been talking about. Jeff Wilson Jr. is a third down back. Could be coming your way. Jeff Wilson Jr. versus Jermichael Hasty. Uh, be on the lookout for that because I'm sure that's coming soon. That will be coming soon. And, and listen, TCC, let us know what you think now that we've had this conversation. Do you feel really good about Trey Sermon? Do you feel real good about Ty Davis Price? Are you more concerned with Sermon? Are you more concerned with Price? And do you really believe there's a world in which Jeff Wilson Jr. is the second running back behind Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon or Ty Davis Price? Either one could either end up not being on the roster or not having a role this season because of Jeff Wilson's elevation and return to form. Comment down below right now. Uh, the key is if you're the best, you're going to be playing and carrying the ball for Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he he doesn't care, and I don't think Anthony Lynn cares either. Uh, you're going to see a, a another level of running back play because Anthony Lynn's coming in with an attitude. He's just trying to e expand on what Bobby Turner did. Turner was getting these guys to a certain level. Let's see if Lynn can get him over the top, but I'm super excited about this competition. It's one of the ones I'm most excited to watch in camp because last year we saw the emergence of Elijah, Elijah Mitchell in person, seeing him do what he can do. True. Will one of these guys jump off the screen or, or jump out of the field, you know, the way that we saw it last year? I mean, it just exploded. Uh, I'm excited for it. Super excited, super stoked, TCC, super stoked. Let us know if you are, too. Hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell as well so you don't miss out on more of these videos, more live streams, more just news content and 49ers content coming at your faces right through your television screen, phone, tablet, whatever you're watching this on computer. Who knows? Uh, but we hope you enjoyed this one. We got tons more topics, ton, tons more position breakdowns to go through as well. We'll catch you on the next one. And until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is, is always the 49ers, 49ers way.